We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome in, everybody, to the CFB Nation All-America podcast presented by Twisted Tea. I'm Bill Trochi, senior editor at SportingNews.com, alongside Bill Bender, our national college football writer at SportingNews.com. You can follow Bill on Twitter at BillBender92. You can follow me at Bill Trochi, and keep an eye on the main Sporting News account at Sporting News. Uh, all right, we're going to talk some bowls this, uh, this, this episode. We're going to start with a little bit of the uh, the CFB semifinals, not quite the in-depth uh, deep dive we're going to do next week. We want to touch on a few of our storylines. Then we want to revisit the confidence contest as you try to pick up your yourself off the mat and, and regain some dignity after the beating <laughs> you took in the regular season from, from Mr. Taking, Trochi there. I'm taking a beating in these early games. Like, you try <laughs> picking these games. I, I So uh, before we get into that, I'll tell you, like, my kids and wife will start laughing because like I watched the famous toastery bowl all the way through because I had Western Kentucky plus six and a half. Great comeback. <laughs> Great comeback. We'll take it. And last night I had, uh, or the other night I had Marshall and UTSA on and I'm watching that. Like, yeah, I, I enjoy watching the games. I enjoy trying to pick them in fairness though, to me and you and this contest, it is really difficult to pick these outside the new year's day six bowls because i i believe and i could pull it up almost all of these games have had a backup quarterback at this point if you check off the first eight bowl games one two three four six of those eight games have had at least one quarterback in the portal and the old dominion and or no the uh, utsa marshall had two former NFL guys, sons, who were not starters. Even they were at backups. All. Yeah, Pennington Frank and McCown. Yeah. So you, it's hard to pick games <laughs> when you you can't predict. Syracuse and, played South Florida. Syracuse had a guy start that has thrown one pass. Maybe that's what you do next year. You say, all right, I'm only picking the games where there's both quarterbacks and there's both head coaches. It might not be a very long article. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, no, and I know you want to talk about another coach. And, and even though we're going to talk about 
the semifinals, we have to talk about stuff that's off the field, of course. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Of course. But first, some Trochi trivia. This one's straightforward, Bill. Uh-oh. Absolutely straightforward. You either know it or you don't. Uh-oh. Trochi Trivia. Who won the Pinstripe Bowl last year? That's the trivia question. Oh. Can you remember who was in the Pinstripe Bowl and who won last year? We'll revisit it at the end of the show. So, can, you, can I tell? Well, I'll ask for a hint later, but we'll, we'll talk later. I think I know, but I might need a hint. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see. See what you can do. So, yeah. All right. So some uh, storylines in uh, the college football playoff. We'll start with Jim Harbaugh. Now, we got news today that, uh, you know, the next step in the whole 2020 recruiting uh, violations uh, hit the, you know, hit the news today. The NCAA has given Michigan the official notice of allegations. And uh, Michigan has 90 days to respond. It's a level one violation. Uh, he made illegal contact during COVID dead period or dead period during COVID. And uh, Harbaugh was accused by the NCAA of being misleading and not truthful or something to that effect, which triggers a level one violation. We'll see what Michigan's um, response is. Like I said, they have, I think they have three months, 90 days to, to, to respond. That's going to be basically a one day story as we get ready for the semifinals. I think the other, the other, the, the uh, you know, illegal scouting thing, that's going to be more of a story leading up to the game than this notice of allegations. But, um, you know, given the Connor Stallions thing, given this, uh, given the NFL, his contract extension, you know, the simple question I have is, you know, and I think you're going to address this, is is this, would this be his last game, his last two games at Michigan? Possibly. And, the part that the hang up here, there's a couple of things. One, a level one violation is a big deal. It's not, you know, you read the bylaws of the NCAA and what that means. And it probably means something to the effect of, 
he would miss more games last year. You know, I kind of brushed off the Bruce Feldman report earlier, not brushed off, but when he said he could miss a lot of time next season, I was like, whoa, I don't know if that's going to happen. Now I'm kind of like, yeah, you listen to Bruce. He's typically right. Um, Level one also is serious scholarship reduction. Sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. you see that with level one violations as well, but it does go back to my theory when all of this stuff came down at the top is it's not so much these alleg- the the violations themselves. It's that some, he lied to the NCAA or was reportedly lied to the NCAA um, allegation. And somebody at the NCAA wants his hide on the wall. And that's what's going on here on some level. Um, it sounds to me like this would be the ultimate trap door. It's the Pete Carroll trap door. It's very similar. Uh, he could take Michigan to a national championship win and go take the Chargers job. And even if Michigan faced punishment afterward, I don't think they would care. The fans would care. They would still love him. It'd be their first Rose Bowl victory since 1997, their first national title since 97. And then they could martyr Jim Harbaugh and just say the NCAA wanted him out. Even if he did these wrong things, which is yet to come out. So, and the coach in waiting is already in place. He already had it. Yeah, Sharon had the best. Uh, Michigan fans will give that two thumbs up too. Right. And so I would say 50-50 with the understanding that Harbaugh's so unpredictable that it's either going to go one of two ways. He either, he, well, it can only go two ways. It could go three ways. Way one, he leaves, he goes to the NFL, he double birds the NCAA, says see you later. Way two. He stays at Michigan. He signs that extension. He faces some punishment, um, and the beat goes on for the Wolverines. But I don't know. Like they haven't had three seasons with like this in my lifetime. You know, ninety-seven to ninety-nine would be close. You know, they had some really good teams after the national title year with Brady, but it wasn't like this. So, and then way three is the NCAA hammers him, hammers the program, gives him a show cause, and that can be ugly. So that's why it really it's 50-50, Bill. I, and I wouldn't have said that a month ago. I would have said he's staying at Michigan. He'll sign an extension. The NFL doesn't want him. But because of the number of NFL openings that are going to be there, the Chargers will be there. Chargers would be a good fit for him, really good fit, based on what they're coming off of. Uh, the Bears, potential fit, not as good a fit. I think the Raiders won't be open because I think Antonio Pierce is going to be their coach next year. Um Maybe the Patriots. Another guy who got in trouble in college and has uh, gone on to the NFL. Right. And Antonio <laughs> Pierce is doing just fine in Vegas. They love him. Um, and there'll be a couple more openings. But I mean, I, I could I can picture it now that this might be it. Not a last stand of sorts, but just the NCA just seems like they're gonna keep pushing. The the timing of this is very interesting to me, too. I mean, the game's in a week. What are we doing? Why that's not gonna wait till the summer? So that tells you right there, they're kind of pressing the issue a little bit. Yeah, the whole thing is, I I also wonder, you know, I think I read or you told me or somebody, someone somewhere was that the contract extension is on the table, but it says you can't interview with the NFL and he, he doesn't want to lock himself out of the NFL. And that's another interesting piece of it. He is a lot. And I, that was me that was telling you guys about that today because he strikes me as somebody that it's not, it's not that you can't tell him what to do. 
you just can't tell him what he can't do. And I have the same personality flaw. Like when my mother tells me you're, you can't do this. You can't, I'll give you an example from the house. Like my wife, do not eat the cheese sticks in the fridge. You can't eat those. Don't eat them, Bill. I a hundred percent ate like four of them and got yelled at. So I had to go to, you know, she said, now I have to go back to the store. Well, you told me I can't do it. So I'm going to do it. And that's, that's a bad example, but uh, <laughs> telling Jim Harbaugh he can't do something and he's already the most unpredictable coach today, I think he would bristle at that. And all the so, weird stuff that goes on with him and around the team it doesn't seem to affect the team. It hasn't yet, really. I mean, it does, he's, and that's the other end of it. He's an amazing coach. He's amazing with college players because it's like the NFL. Everybody said, well, he wears on you. Well, those are millionaires. And if you're, the guy for the 49ers, by year six, you've heard all his stuff. You know, the college guys get him for four years. They all love him. Like, that's one measure of a coach. Like, how many Michigan, former Michigan players under Jim Harbaugh, even under the, the lean years, whenever you hear Jake Butt talk about him, it's nothing but good things. When you hear McCarthy and Corum and, and their team leaders, it's nothing but good things. Granted, there's probably some guys that had some bad experiences, but I don't. I haven't read those stories like the Jim Harbaugh treated me like this. He's always been a proponent of the student athlete, the transfer rules, those kind of things. Of course, there's going to be some, some misses, but in, it's, that's the Harbaugh experience. It's expect the unexpected and expect him to take some stands, even politically, you know, outside. Remember when he made the abortion comments, like it, it goes He'll say what he's going to say, and he doesn't care what you think. And there are very few like him around the game, pro or college. He respects the chicken. He yeah, like that was weird. Like <laughs> it goes, you he didn't know. respect the chicken. Now he respects the chicken because he has chickens at his at his house or whatever. So anyway, yeah, you're right. All right, let's shift over quickly to the Sugar Bowl. We talked about a bunch of storylines today at our meeting. What storyline do you like that you look forward to kind of pursuing uh, in advance of Texas against Washington. I, I mean, the talent on the field is, this is not an undercard game. Yeah, the Rose Bowl will get a lot of hype, but this game will probably be more exciting in terms of points and big plays and receivers. And I think Michigan-Alabama is going to be like one of those old school instant classics. But, man, these two are going to get up and down. And as you pointed out, like, oh, yeah, they played in a bowl game last year. And Washington played really well in that bowl game. And I think, right. and, and like we said, it was both quarterbacks, it was both head coaches. They're all that foursome is back. All the coordinators are back. So it, you can't just dismiss last year's bowl game. And we can't just dismiss Washington. And that's what we're kind of doing because we kind of want to see Texas play in the national championship game in Houston. Let's be honest. Um, people, not me personally. I mean, I, I just want to see a really good game, but the receiver talent is what excites me when you got Mitchell and Worthy and Sanders on one side, and then you got Adunze, McMillan, um, Polk, these these quarterbacks that are – a lot of NFL draft types are going to overanalyze these two in this game, but let them just go play. I don't care what round they're getting drafted in. I want to see a really good game. And, uh, you know, Sark is a huge storyline here to me. Um, you forget, I forgot like, – I didn't forget, but it's like it's easy to forget that he coached at Washington. It's easy, like, oh, yeah, we know about the USC thing. I'm so happy. He had five very nondescript years in Washington, four or five losses every year. I mean, and I've I've said this on a few radio shows, and I don't know if I said it on the podcast. Like, I had a 
my father was an alcoholic. So I'm so happy that he's been able to conquer that part of his life, the personal issues. And, you know, when you grow up around that and then not get all weird about it, like it, it takes a toll. So like for him to take that personal step, I'm actually like so happy for him and that he's open about it and honest about it. And anybody that's grown up in that and, you know, my father dealt with the same things and and he conquered those things, you know, and, and it was, it, it's something that hits me with him. So every time I see him, I'm like, yeah, I want him to have success. And it's a positive thing. And it turned out a positive thing with our family too, even though it was really hard at the time. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a powerful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. And then on the other side, our coach of the year, Kellen DeBoer. I mean, what an awesome dude. And what an awesome story, Mike, the course he wrote about him and his coaching path to get there. So we're I'm excited for that game. I, I think they're going to both score a bunch of points. At the coin, They both feel like coin flips, even though we'll, we'll do our official picks later. I think we're going to get two good ones. I don't think these are blowouts. Agree. I mean, and the point spreads indicate that. As well, the the story that I was, you know, stunt, yeah, as I was researching that game and the matchups is looking at Washington and how many guys they had that could have gone to the NFL last year and decided to come back. They had six players that were draft eligible uh, at different levels of where they might be picked. And all six have decided to come back to Washington, the 2000 yard receivers, the great quarterback of Michael Penix. They had uh, two defensive ends uh, and a defensive tackle and uh, they came back for one reason and that was probably to go 12 and 0 and they went 12 and 0 or 13 and 0 and they went 13 and 0 so far so that's just great to see and that speaks to uh, a little bit you know everybody's different maybe their draft grades weren't great or as good as they wanted all that stuff I don't want to put it all on Kalen DeBoer but to have that kind of you know optimism and loyalty about the program because I could have transferred to Without sitting out, uh, maybe Penix, uh, depending if he graduated, but um, you know what I'm saying. It's DeBoer, they only had one season with DeBoer, and then they all said, you know what, let's run it back, try it again, and then they went undefeated. It's about buy-in. When you have that, that means they all bought in. And I know when we spoke with Kalen DeBoer 
earlier this year, he talked about the the Michael Penix video that they did at the team banquet and how that energized everybody. And they play with a ton of confidence. And and the one guy that I hate using the phrase casual fan because it's just demeaning to everybody. But if you haven't watched a lot of Pac-12 football, and they're college football fans that haven't, Roma Dunze is going to pop in this game. And he is fun to watch. And he is amazing. And you you watch him in spurts and you're like, that's the dude that's going to get the ball when they need a big play. They ran a reverse with him against Washington State. They threw the ball to him in the big win against Oregon State. When they need a play, that dude's going to make the play. Oregon, that, the first Oregon game, he made the winning touchdown in the last minute there. Yeah, yeah and he's going to be fun. So, um, yeah, I, I'm just – that's going to be a lot of fun to break down and watch. And it's like I said, it's not – people are asking, well, why isn't Alabama-Michigan the late game? Well, one – I love that they put Alabama in the Rose Bowl. I love it. I know you don't, but I do. I love it that they put them out there because Michigan wanted them out there. And then to put Texas in the Sugar Bowl is fun. Yeah, they weren't going to put Michigan in the Sugar Bowl if they're the one seed. There'd be more Alabama fans there. Of course they didn't do that. Um, no, that's fine. I just The kickoff yeah. thing is the one that's, that cracks me up that I, I think normally the – the bigger game is the second game, but that's yeah. all right. Whatever. Um, let's get to the confidence, the bowl confidence. We do bowl confidence style. Now here are the bowls. So five, five games. You gave me a list. We're picking games that are between the 23rd and the 30th. And we pick five, any five against the spread and order them in uh, order of confidence, five, four, three, two, one. And they do not include the new year six. Those will do next week. Correct. Yep, anything before New Year's Day 6. And if you want to give you some, I mean, are we including the two January 1st bowl games? Did you pick LSU, Wisconsin, or Iowa, Tennessee? No. We'll we'll pick them next week. Okay. We'll, we'll include them in the New Year's Day 6. So I didn't either. Um, All right, so give me your five-pointer. Uh, we'll kick it off here. I don't know. <laughs> that would be my first answer. Um I'll go – I got my five games, so I'm going to go Notre Dame minus six and a half over Oregon State. Biggest reason why, Oregon State's top two quarterbacks are gone. You know, DJU's in the – unless DJU comes back. Their and coach Notre Dame's top one quarterback is gone. So, yeah, they have less quarterbacks gone. <laughs> my, this is that quarterback theory that I think Notre Dame will go to the, the Sun Bowl and win by a touchdown. So I'm going to go the Irish. I'll, I'll be – and I'm – Maybe that the Irish breakdown listeners will be happy about that, but I'll take the Irish in the six and a half. Listen to you. you, you you're trying to win this contest, and you're picking your five pointer, the most important. We learn throughout the year the five pointers most important, and you have no idea what's going to happen, quarterback on either side of the line of scrimmage. Come on, Bill. I like the Irish though. That they they show up too. in these school games. You'll see, but I don't I don't pick them at five. Uh, my number five is going to be Utah. Minus six and a half uh, against Northwestern at the Las Vegas Bowl, 730 ABC. Uh, that's on Saturday, the 23rd. Uh, Northwestern, this is more of a pick against Northwestern. They were outscored on the season. Uh, they played one reasonably good team. That was Penn State. They lost 41 to 13. They took advantage of one of the worst divisions in the history of college football, the Big Ten West. Uh, Utah, on the other hand, they went eight and four. They did not lose to any team not ranked in the top 25. Bryson Barnes will quarterback the Utes despite entering the transfer portal. How about that? 
Uh, he's he's been a starter the majority of the season. Uh, can run. He can throw. Uh, Utah should be able to run the ball against Northwestern. And I'm, this is a Pac-12 versus Big Ten pick. I'm going Utah. And I've got my quarterback for my five-pointer. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking them as my four. Oh, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, like I had that down as my four. And for pretty much every all those same reasons, I just think Utah, as good of a story as Northwestern was around David Brown, not in the offseason, but during the season, um, I just think Utah's got so much more in the trenches. And that, that Northwestern can't outstyle Utah because Utah does the same things. They just do them better. So I'll take the Utes for four. Okay, my four-pointer, Louisville, minus seven and a half over USC in the Holiday Bowl. That one's on Wednesday, the 27th, 8 o'clock on Fox. Uh, two programs with very different feels around them right now. Uh, it's a consolation bowl, but Louisville's trying to get to 11 wins. All kinds of good feelings around Jeff Brom's first year. He's trying to go one and zero as the Louisville head coach in a bowl. The last Louisville coach to go one and zero in bowl games, Dion Branch. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Last year, there you go. So um, USC clearly in a little disarray. Uh, you know, Miller Moss gets the start. I don't know. The motivation just doesn't seem to be there. Uh, defensively, obviously, they've struggled. Seven and a half might be a little high, but we'll see. So I'm going to. I still like Louisville. Just right. Two programs on different different wavelengths. On my three, I'm going to go with Minnesota and Cole Kramer, the $30,000 quarter, rent a quarterback for a game, three and a half over BG in the quick lane bowl. Now, this is also a dangerous pick. Minnesota, the only five and seven team in a bowl game. BG will be excited to be there. They'll be motivated to be there. And uh, But I'd always take the Big Ten team over the MAC team in the bowl game. Tell me again this bit this backup quarterback situation. Well, they don't have a quarterback right now because of the transfer portal. So this they off instead of going to the transfer portal, he has been offered basically 30k in NIL money to stay. And we were joking about that. I was like, I would can I get 30k extra to you know stay and and work a holiday shift or something? No, um, <laughs> no, you know that's that kind of thing. But yeah, and this is the reality we've created. And so that is I've wild. So I think I've picked three games so far. And, and again, the quarterback stuff is there and I'm not done. I promise you. Cause I got two more that are going to have that in it too. Uh, all right. My three pointer, I'm going with Kansas state minus two and a half against NC state in the pop tarts bowl Thursday, December 28th, five forty five on ESPN. Kansas State knows who their quarterback is. Going to be freshman Avery Johnson. <laughs> Will Howard has, uh, you know, gone into the transfer portal. Uh, Avery, he, he's he's played a little bit this season. He's a freshman. They love him. He ran for five touchdowns in one game, set a school record, uh, and he is the presumptive starter moving forward. I don't think, you know, I think they'd love to have Will Howard back, but like, I think they're happy that you know they've got clarity with Avery Johnson, and he can really just show what he's got. Uh, NC State comes in on a five-game winning streak and actually finished third in the ACC. They were very quiet, uh, nine and three this year, right? But you know, right. I, I'm going to go with K State. They finished the year five and two in their last seven games. The two losses were to Texas in overtime, and then to Iowa State in that weird snow game. 
where right. they, gave, they gave up five touchdowns of 60 yards or more and, and lost a close one. It's not going to snow in Orlando. So that's my theory right there. I'm going K-State. Yep, that's not a bad one. So I'm down to two. Two and one. What two is a risky one, too. Um, I'm going to take Auburn minus two and a half against Maryland, and I would not have done this if Talia doesn't opt out. <laughs> I mean, I would pick Maryland probably by up to 10. Yeah. And that's that's the swing and not having a starting quarterback here. But I think Hugh Freeze is going to use this game as one of those building blocks. They played well in the Iron Bowl, obviously. It's also the same team that lost to New Mexico State. But I'm going to go with the Auburn Tigers in the Music City Bowl against the Terps by – I'll take the two and a half. All they have to do is win by – that. that feels like a field goal game either way now. I mean, has there ever been a more of a lesson to to or a warning to never bet on college football when in that game that you just referenced it went New Mexico beats Auburn, Auburn nearly beats Alabama, Alabama goes on and beats Georgia, right? And, All in, and it, in a two and a half week span. I mean, are you kidding me? That's what we're dealing with, and now we're betting on or trying to pick games that don't have quarterbacks. My two pointer Miami. Speaking of no quarterback. Minus one against Rutgers. Again, I'm just picking up, picking against the old pinstripe uh, bowl, big 10 pinstripe bowl, Thursday, December 28th, two 15 in the afternoon on ESPN. Uh, Rutgers beat one team with a winning record this year. And that was Northwestern uh, who went seven and five. Uh, the Canes also went seven and five, but you know, they had that kneel down loss to Georgia, of course, and they had seven point losses to the two ACC uh, championship game teams. Seven-point loss to Florida State, seven-point loss to Louisville. Uh, they beat BC in late November up in Boston. So maybe that's got them ready for the pinstripe bowl. The cold weather won't be a problem. That, that was an afternoon game, I remember. Um, Tyler Van Dyke's off to Wisconsin. Backup Emory Jones is injured. Remember, he hurt his arm against right. Florida State. So Jacuri Brown gets the start at QB. Uh, Brown played a little bit last year. He was a third-string quarterback. This year did not get off the bench all season. So we're going with the good old third-string QB in this one, uh, but I think he can do it against Rutgers. Yep, that's that's not a bad pick. I looked at that one, um, but that cold weather might add up. Um, Armed Forces Bowl, I'm going to take James Madison minus two over Air Force, even though the coach isn't going to be there, even though – it's inherently risky to pick against the Falcons in that triple option in these bull games. They typically show up and play well. But, I, I again, I watched Jacksonville State win their first bull game, and all that that James Madison had to go to get there, I think they show up in this game. And then the Dukes go out and get their first bull victory, and you won't tell me that it doesn't mean something to them. So I'm going to take them as a one with the, you know, it's a risky – all of them are risky, but this one's obviously risky for that reason. And, uh, yeah, they're, yeah, that's going to mean a lot to them. They didn't know if they were going to be eligible all season, yada, yada, yada. So they're going to prove that uh, all that talk was not, you know, just idle talk. They're into it. My one-pointer, Notre Dame, <laughs> minus six and a half over Oregon. Sun Bowl, Friday afternoon on CBS. This game won't have quarterbacks, but it will have the CBS music, which is always a plus. Uh, you know, we talked about it already, you know, no coach for, for Oregon state, uh, no quarterback for Oregon state, uh, you know, my motivations kind of a wash. A lot of people in the, in the transfer portal. I just, I want to have a rooting interest in this one. I like Notre Dame. I think they can win. I think they can cover. 
And so that's it. So it, this is interesting, Bill. We we picked ten teams. You and I, all ten are favorites. Yeah, and, I, I we're scared. To... We don't know what to pick. We're going with the right. favorite. We're, we're trying to try, trying to be safe. So your five pointer. We'll go down the list. Notre Dame minus six and a half. Utah minus six and a half. Minnesota minus three and a half. Auburn minus two and a half. And James Madison minus two. I'm going Utah minus six and a half. Louisville minus seven and a half. Uh, K-State minus two and a half, Miami minus one, and Notre Dame minus six and a half. The one thing I will say, despite the fact that we don't know who's playing and all that stuff, all these spreads are under eight, Yep. which in the regular season is not necessarily always the case. So even though these bulls don't have a lot on them, a lot of people, uh, you know, not a lot on the line, uh, a lot of quarterbacks are opting out and everything, at least on paper, they should be competitive. So yeah, yeah, you just got to pick the winner, and that they're hard. Don't beat yourself up if you miss them. Um, <laughs> I will do that, but it's it's that's its own story. Trochi trivia: Who won the pinstripe bowl last year? Can you tell me who lost? No, it's oh, not fair. No way, man. Oh, um, <laughs> so it's either Maryland or Minnesota. I'm gonna guess Maryland, but I bet you I'm wrong. The winner of the pinstripe bowl, Minnesota 28, Syracuse 20. So that was my other guess. Like, so I knew Maryland beat. If you'd have told me Syracuse, I would have got it right. So I was trying to cheat a little bit because I was wondering, I, because you do all those bowl matchups all year. So you know, like, all right, pinstripe bowl is Big Ten ACC. I don't right. know if you knew that off the top of your head, but I did, but did. I didn't know. I think the, so was that the Big Ten has won seven straight, by the way. The 2021 Pinstripe Bowl, Maryland beat Virginia Tech 54 to 10. So I knew it, I, and I remember watching that one. I don't really remember watching Minnesota Syracuse much last year. So I, it was a weird game. I looked up a couple of notes from Minnesota, only had 215 total yards of offense, <laughs> but they had a pick six of off Garrett Trader for a touchdown, and they had a long kick return that set up another touchdown. And so that, that was there enough, and then they got two more, and they beat Syracuse. So, Bad yeah, I guess. think seven, seven different Big Ten teams have won during this seven-game winning streak. So okay. Cold weather. You might be eating that Miami pick. I'm taking Miami, though. There the streak go. comes to an end here. So, very good. All right, well, that was fun. Thank you to everyone for listening to the CFB Nation All-America Podcast, brought to you by Twisted Tea on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Irish Breakdown, your source for Notre Dame football information. We'll be back next week to talk college football playoff in depth, uh, hopefully with some special guests. Uh, Enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy your holidays, and we will see you next week.